In today's episode on True Diary, you will see the horrifying Enfield haunting that inspired the movie The Conjuring 2, a poltergeist supposedly plagued an ordinary North London property in the late 1970s, torturing the family that lived there. Ed and Lorraine Warren, paranormal investigators, go to England in The Conjuring 2 to investigate the Enfield haunting. Despite the fact that the film is a work of fiction, the claimed haunting in North London actually occur in the 1970s. Peggy Hodgson, a single mother, and her four children describe a series of strange happenings at their home around that time. More than 30 eyewitnesses eventually corroborated their claims, describing goods flying into the air, matches spontaneously bursting into flames, and an elderly man speaking through one of Hodgson's small daughters. Some have come to consider the Enfield poltergeist as tangible proof of the paranormal over time. Others, on the other hand, believe that the entire haunting was staged by the family who lived in the house. The haunting of Petty Hodgson's home at 284 Green Street in Enfield, North London, began in August 1977, according to her. Peggy, who shared the house with her four children, Margaret, 12, Janet, 11, Johnny, 10, and Billy, 7, stated she first realized anything was wrong when she heard a smash upstairs. Margaret and Janet were hiding in the corner of their bedroom when Peggy went to investigate. Janet explained, We told our mother, the chest of drawers was moving toward the bedroom door. Oh, don't be silly, she said. However, the chest slid across the room. Peggy said, I couldn't believe it. In fact, I pushed it back twice and couldn't move it a third time. Peggy decided to seek assistance after hearing a peculiar knocking noise throughout the house. She approached a neighbor first, then the cops. Carolyn Heaps, a police constable who arrived on the scene, said she saw a chair move on its own. Heaps recalls, it came off the floor, maybe a half inch I should say, and before it came to rest. I noticed it slide off to the right approximately three and a half to four feet. The haunting of Enfield had only just begun. The bizarre incidents at 284 Green Street seemed to get stranger as time went on. Things were flying everywhere, people were shouting, said Graham Morris, a Daily Mirror photojournalist who visited the property at the family's invitation. Morris was struck by a falling Lego. Janet, an 11-year-old girl, seems to be particularly targeted by the Enfield poltergeist. Janet said, I was used and mistreated. She said that an unseen force tugged her through the air and pushed her to levitate. Janet also began speaking in a gravelly voice, as if she were an elderly man. I went blind just before I died, and then I had a hemorrhage and I fell asleep, and I died in the chair in the corner below. The voice claimed on recorded audio, speaking through Janet. Bill Wilkins, a previous occupant of the residence, had died in the same same way years before. By 1978, American paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren had become interested in the so-called Enfield haunting. The Warrens traveled to England to investigate, as featured in the film The Conjuring 2. The Warrens investigated the case and concluded that it was a legitimate haunting, albeit their involvement was not as extensive as it was in the film. You couldn't record the menacing, threatening vibe inside that little house now, Ed Warren stated afterwards. However, you could record the levitations, 
teleportations, and dematerializations of persons and objects that occurred there. Not to mention the hundreds of hours of take recordings made of these spirit voices speaking out loud in the chambers. During the Enfield haunting, around 30 persons claimed to have witnessed some sort of paranormal activity. Reporters, cops, attorneys, psychic researchers, and of course, the Hodgson family are among them. However, not everyone believed the Enfield poltergeist was real. Some thought Janet and her siblings had staged the whole event. To some, the Enfield haunting was merely a well-executed joke. Janet made up the voice of Bill Wilkins herself, according to skeptics, and her mother urged her to do so for attention and fame. Investigators once captured the kids' bending spoons, which was perhaps the most damning evidence. Janet agreed to doing so, but claimed she and her siblings were simply testing the waters to see if anyone could tell the difference. Janet claims that they only fabricated paranormal occurrences 2% of the time. Petty Hodgson had nothing to gain by spreading the story, according to the family's lawyers. Checkbook journalism, as Morris, a photographer for the Daily Mirror, described it, didn't exist at the time. The hauntings, in any case, came to a mysterious stop in 1979. Though the family claims to have encountered some strange occurrences after the haunting, such as strange noises, nothing extreme occurred in subsequent years. Nonetheless, their harrowing experience has remained with them to this day. It sticks with you. Every step of the way, Margaret stated. It's really like death. It gets a little easier with time. But the fear, the memories, and what happened never leave you. Janet, who was present for the most of the haunting, dismisses skeptics' claims that she and her family conjured up the Enfield poltergeist. Janet stated, I don't give a damn what they think. I'm aware of what occurred, and I'm aware that it was real. What do you think about this story? Is it real? Thank you guys. See you in the next episode.